Oh shit! Yes, people! It's Monday. You've got that right. It might be Monday though, but it's still time for a dose of Echo Chamber. Yeah, we're bringing you a little special edition, people, because, um, yo, there, there's some exciting um, films coming your way. So, um,. Yo, we got to bring you the news now, so you get a chance to go and check them out, okay? So, um, you know what I mean? Let, let's just get into it. So, this February, Feminist Film Collective, The Final Girls, are proud to return to um, cinemas near you to showcase... Um, a series of short films from some of the most exciting new female voices in genre cinema from around the world. Featuring some of the greatest new and emergent female talent in the genre space, these films delve deep into the darkest human desires from a uniquely female perspective. These films that delve deep into the darkest corners of human experience, bringing an unforgettable array of monsters to the screen and offering a fresh and preserved perspective on horror. The program, so it's already launched, you know what I mean? So it was in Leeds on the 16th, but... It comes to the Prince Charles Cinema on the 20th. That's Wednesday. Then, um, you know what I mean? They're all over the place from there. With a special screening at the Glasgow Film Festival on the 27th. Um, Olivia Howe, one of the co-directors, said... We are thrilled to return to UK cinemas with a second edition of We Are The Weirdos. Building upon the success of our 2017 pilot, this year's programme that not only celebrates the breadth and diversity of genre cinema, but champions what we believe are nine of the most exciting voices emerging in genre filmmaking. From animation to slashes to dark comedies, these films represent what horror cinema is capable of. Um, and Anne Bugaraski, the other co-director, said, We Are The Weirdos is the core of what we want the final girls to be about. A platform which can nurture, champion, and spotlight female talent at the centre of the horror genre. The programme is distributed by the Final Girls and it is our intention to make this an annual event at cinemas worldwide. Okay, just a quick little aside. So you know who the Final Girls are, okay? So the Final Girls is a London-based screening series 
focused on exploring feminist themes in horror cinema and highlighting the representation and work of women in horror, both in front of and behind the camera. And it's made up of Olivia Howe and Anna Bugataskia. I I probably have mispronounced that. And they are the co-directors. So yeah, that is The Final Girls. So the films that we're showing are um, Cat Calls from director Kate Dolan. Uh, this is a UK production. And, um, you know, the little synopsis. A man cruises around late at night looking for something. He pulls in to ask two young girls for directions. Only to flash them to get a cheap thrill. Unfortunately, he has picked the wrong girls. They are also out hunting tonight. And they will not stop at nothing to get their kill. Then we have Hairwolf from director Miriama Dalio. This is a US production. The staff of a black hair salon fend off a strange new monster. White women intent on sucking the lifehood from black culture. Then we have Puppet Master from director Hannah Bergholm, which is a Finnish production. A lonely woman allows a man to transform her into a puppet. Ooh. Then Inside from director Jessica Hudak, another US production. A girl hears mysterious noises and investigates, but the source isn't an easy answer. Then there's a lady from 406 from director Lee Kowan, a South Korean production. The woman in the upper floor is getting crazy because of cigarette smoke coming up from the underfloor. She finally visits the house below, but the man there says something unexpected. Then we have Eat Pretty from director Rebecca Colverson, a UK production. Anna is a successful product photographer, striving for a life filled with perfect moments, inspired by a constant stream of social media feeds. Sponsored blogs and fairy tales playing on her computer. Next we have Blun Runs Down from director Zandashk Brown, a US production. When a woman undergoes a frightening transition, her vigilant five-year-old daughter must decide between saving her or protecting herself in this haunting tale of inheritance, daughterhood and demons. Uh, then we have Cerulea from director Sofia Carrillo. This is a Mexican production. Um, Carrillo returns to her childhood home to find that it is haunted by her memories. And then finally, 
we have Good Night from director Diana Mitchell, a US production. Billy is the man who lives under my bed. Ooh. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that's, um, that's kind of telling, all right? So I have to say, these films are, they're so different and extremely interesting. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not a huge slasher horror fan, but I do like the psychological, I do like the kind of thriller aspect of it. Though, um, you know what I mean, sitting on the screen on my own, <laughs> that's not always the uh, the best. Luckily, I wasn't alone watching these because I legitimately jumped, I think, like three times. Three times I was properly shook from these films. It was crazy. Like, um, you know... Like cat calls, you you're just not expecting it to go the way it goes, and I think, you know, I've 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 watched most of these twice, once at the cinema and once at home, and I think watching them at home, I was able to see some of the things that I missed in the cinema, and. Um, yeah, there's definitely a few things in Cat Calls that really makes the story like, oh, I see what's happening now. But, yeah, it, there's, it, it's kind of creepy. Hairwolf. This is very interesting the way it plays out. You know, the kind of theme is cultural appropriation. Um... And losing your culture to others, you know what I mean? And, and, and feeling that, you know, your existence is being sucked away. So it it's very clever in the way they told the story. It wasn't just, um, I think, your typical run-of-the-mill kind of, you know what I mean? A, B, C, we're done kind of thing. This was very interesting. Puppet Master. God damn it. That was creepy as hell. That was really creepy. It was just like. Oh, that, well you're going to have to watch it. Because. When you, you first see it. And you first see what happens. You're like oh shit. And then it kind of gets flipped. And you're like oh. That's kind of badass man. You know what I mean? It's, it's like I like the one eighty turn it takes. Um, inside was just weird. That was really weird, but it, it it was like it was very interesting to see the fact that stop animation had been incorporated with these shorts. You know, I wasn't expecting that. You know, I thought they would just all be just um like. You know, physical film, but yeah, the fact that there was um, how many? Like, I think there was a couple of stop animations. Yeah, so there was two stop animations. I mean, you could say three, because there is stop animation in Puppet Master. But um, yeah, it's very interesting. 
that they they chose to do that. Uh, the lady in four oh six. See, this is funny because I I went to um, an exhibition at the South Bank recently and saw um, saw some pieces from um, Kadia Atia. And one of his pieces was on, like, repetition and um, the duplication of imagery. And this plays, this is a theme that also plays into the Lady of 406. So it's kind of weird. You kind of get this deja vu kind of sense of things. But also, like, there's this repetition of self. This duplication that kind of suddenly appears. So you're just like, okay, so what is the reality here? It's like, it's a subtitled film, but I think I didn't need to see the text to really get the feel of the film. So that was good. I think Eat Pretty. Now... This definitely plays into the social media world that we live in. Like people just putting up what they perceive to be like their perfect selves. So you're not actually seeing how someone's life is. You're getting this false representation. So that it was played nicely with Eat Pretty. Um, Blood Runs Down... Oh my, now this, oh, this, this was very, it was crazy, it was shocking, it was definitely shocking, creeps you out, really creeps you out, this was definitely one of the jump moments, like the way, because you're kind of getting two stories, like one seems to be I don't know if it's a memory or an or a perception and then we jump to the reality and and so it's this juxtaposition that makes you oh yeah it's it but it's so beautifully shot though the tones like the use of shadow is is great in this it's just oh yeah it it really gets into you this story um Karelia is another stop animation and i think it might be playing on an old mexican kind of fairy tale type of thing it's very interesting. Yes, yeah, it's, it's really worth a look. Definitely. And then it ends with good night. And I jumped so much for this one. This it's not crazy long, but oh it packs an impact. It really does. If yo, know, you really need to see it because I don't think it's what you suspect it to be so yeah i would definitely recommend it and so all right this is um this is the gist so tomorrow 
the 19th um this like the the weird weirdos will be coming to the cube in bristol then on the 20th wednesday it's going to be at the prince charles cinema in london on the 23rd so that is um saturday it's going to be at the bfi south bank then the 24th the sunday is going to be at the rio cinema london then the 27th they're going to be hitting the glasgow film um fest they're going to be at the film theater then they're um the same day they're going to be in tyneside newcastle then to um, London going to the Genesis on the 28th um, then later on the same day they're at the Plaza Stockport for um, Grime Fest's monthly screenings and still on the, day, the 28th is a packed day for those girls because they will also be at the Broadway in Nottingham. So, um, yeah, like, listen, if if that has enticed you, I'm now going to let you hear from the final girls themselves. They they were kind enough to sit down with me after the screenings, and we had a little chat. So, um, here you go. Okay, so I'm here with Anna and Olivia, the final girls. Uh, we just had a screening of We Are The Weirdos. Um, so we'll, I think we'll, we'll get into the program, but I think first things first, where did the name come from? Where, the final girls, what's behind all of that? So Olivia and I met a few years ago when we were working together and we sort of bonded over a shared love of horror films, which uh, back then we kind of had as a dirty little secret of ours that we uh, were both huge horror fans. And we really wanted to do something. We wanted to create a space that was inclusive and welcoming, especially for women and for people who may not feel as comfortable at kind of regular horror events, which can be quite ostracizing and kind of really clicky and really boisy as well. And we also, because we both come from a kind of more art house event world, uh, we wanted to give the same type of uh, curatorial care to horror cinema that we that we saw and that we knew really well from the art house world. Okay. <laughs> and the name, sorry, and the name, the final girls, actually comes from the cinematic trope of the final girl, which is the last girl left standing alive at the end of a slasher movie. And it's sort of a joke because it, there's two of us. So, you know, ostensibly we are, you know, the two women standing at the end of a horror movie <laughs> as opposed to just one. Okay. But what is it about horror films that you enjoy? And is it a type of horror? Because I think I there's... there's horror films that I enjoy and then I think there's others that seem just to they want to have as much kind of 
gore and just weird stuff as they can and so the film itself isn't scary it's just a lot of kind of slashing and and kind of weird ways of killing people rather than so yeah what um, we really like to play around with the kind of term genre film and um, I think We're the Weirdos is a really good reflection of that um, and the kind of boundaries that a horror film can kind of push and it doesn't necessarily need to be that kind of stereotypical slasher type territory or as you sort of say that sort of uh, different ways people are getting killed throughout a movie it can be funny at times it can carry a really um, powerful message it can be dark it can be a documentary form so I think We're the Weirdos really exercise that at all um, in terms of horror itself, um, I mean, horror is the most fun you can have at the cinema. It's the most sort of <laughs> emotional um, and, visceral and visceral cinematic type. experience. Exactly, experience. You can feel, and e- there's a real sense of kind of everyone's in it together and you're kind of getting through this kind of experience one by one. But it's, um, you know, w- there's no other genre in cinema that really makes you feel those kind of emotions or really stays with you in the same way that horror film does. I definitely don't think about rom-coms at 2am at night when it's dark and I'm in bed <laughs> alone. <laughs> um, but I might think that there might be something underneath my bed because I want to watch Insidious 3. Um, and you don't get that from any type of other genre. It's the communal um, shared experience, especially when you're watching something in the cinema. Um, or even you know at home with friends or whatever and also that staying power that Olivia was talking about it kind of gets on really really good horror films could get under your skin and stay there for years they definitely do that I I just remember the first well it was weird Um, I remember as a little kid I forget how old I was but I know I was really young maybe eight or something like that and um American Werewolf in London was on TV and I remember watching it and thinking ah, this is this is fine this is fine and then the weird stuff in the hospital and, uh, that happened and I wanted to go but I was kind of fixed in front of I couldn't move and then the next I, I watched um nightmare on elm street at a friend's house so there was a whole group of friends i didn't want to watch it i was like yo let's watch one of these other films instead but they all wanted to watch that but it was fine because there was a group of us but there's an alleyway near my house and every time i walked past it i was just like i think there's something there and just running past that area every day you're watching the film you're thinking yeah i'm totally fine you've got through that and you're like yeah you know i'm a powerful person i've watched this horror film (laughs) and then suddenly something that you hadn't even thought of it didn't even kind of spook you and watching that film suddenly sits in your head and kind of eats away at you and it can be like the smallest thing like i can't sleep the tv at the end of my bed now because of things obviously Well, I think that's the thing, isn't it? Because you, in your head, you're like, obviously, girls don't walk like spiders and they're not going to come and, like, mess me up. But then there's that other little voice like, 
but maybe <laughs> maybe this time <laughs> and it's that, that yeah those weird little sometimes it's a little bit of music that you hear and then it reminds you of something and it's just yeah those weird kind of things so because of all of that you decided to <laughs> create this um kind of mini film festival as it were it's definitely not a film festival. It's a kind of an ongoing series of uh, curated events that we do. And I, I think the, you know, the, our reasoning was that we wanted to flex our creative muscles as well. We wanted to take, um, present horror seriously and with kind of consideration, but also make it fun and accessible for everyone. So it's the, the element of designing that experience that was really attractive to us more than kind of say um putting on a film festival or anything like that um it's kind of playing around with the opportunities that we could create for experiencing and presenting and talking about horror film from a different prism as well okay yeah no that's interesting but um what is it like what's the criteria for something to make the Weird Weirdos cut. So, um, Weird Weirdos is completely female directed. So, in the context of the rest of the Final Girls screenings, we play around with it. So, not all of our screenings are by female directors. We also um, like to explore films, repertory, and um, contemporary that might have really strong female characters or um, have strong feminine themes throughout them. For We Are the Weirdos, what we wanted to really do is really shine a spotlight on some of the kind of most exciting um, new female genre filmmakers that are out there so um, it's now an annual type thing that we do um, and it's what we feel in the last year has been kind of the best horror shorts out there and what we think are the most exciting voices there that people should be watching okay so how do um how would uh, a, a young female director how would she well maybe not young but someone just in in you know making their first short as it were how would they get that to you um, well we open submissions for we open submissions for both the editions so for the third one that we we are going to do next year submissions are always open they're always free because we don't want to create an additional barrier for entry even though it creates a whole lot of additional work for us um, and we also scout um, film festivals from around the world and pull in shorts from different countries. So really the easiest thing is either to submit or to send us an email. All of our contact details and stuff are on the website and it's really easy to get in touch with us to show us new work because we're always looking for more female-centric or female-directed genre work, be that in short film form or features. So we're always open to receiving submissions, essentially. Okay. Um, is there anything that people should avoid? Because, you know, it's like, um, I think it's the BFI now won't fund films with um, a, a villain with facial scarring and things like that. So is there anything like that that, you know, you, you would avoid when looking for these type of films? I think people should avoid thinking that there's only one type of female uh, character in screen on screen in horror films. So we're used to seeing a, a sort of weak uh, female character who's running away from the monster and saved uh, often by some jock 
somewhere. Um, and I think that's, that's a really bad representation of what we try and do with the final girls is challenge that perspective and, and really kind of look at it as a genre that we think is one of the most exciting where the women can be all the different characters. They can be the monsters, they can be the victim, they can be the hero, but also that, um, they and I've lost my trailer thought. <laughs> um, yeah, it, we think it's the most fertile ground for female characters, and that's what we're looking to find. I don't think we're we're definitely not as prescriptive. There's not any particular thing that should be avoided because that would close off doors for creativity. Um, we're just keen to see as many good films as possible, and we can't guarantee that we're gonna screen or fall in love with any films, but. Sometimes when we do, we will find a way to work with that film or to make something happen around that film that is hopefully creative and elevates and um, helps it reach new audiences and create a better and bigger platform for the film and those filmmakers. Uh, yeah, no, that's good. I, I think there definitely seems to be an appetite for the change in the character the characterization of the female in um a lot of films recently like you know you had like jamie lee curtis in the the halloween reboot assassination nation that was just crazy um like the 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 um the mad max reboot as well like what do you think that could what do you think kind of ushered that in anything particular it's quite a wide question and I think maybe it's just actually it's always been there but maybe now people have just started noticing it a bit more yeah I mean I I, I definitely remember films you know back in the 80s and stuff with strong female characters but they kind of went a bit more under the radar and there wasn't as many of them so it's kind of interesting that we're, we're getting more now which is you know it's always a good thing to have a, a more even spread of kind of content that comes out um so as well as short films do you do long form films as well kind of create them so we've done uh loads of events now i've lived in lost count over the last three years so everything from sort of uh, reappraising uh, refugee films that we think need reviewed again um or films that haven't been screened in a long time and kind of finding them and playing detectives to be able to screen them for the public again yeah we also do um lots of work on new contemporary releases that we think are really important films people should be seeing so we did a nationwide preview tour of um, annabelle is the love witch we worked on the um all-female horror anthology xx um and also the fantastic um eyes of my mother which was is something really worth seeking out if anyone has not seen it okay that's great and um what's kind of what's next for you kind of you know with all of this like what where do you hope to kind of take the final girls to um well we hope to continue we hope to create a, a platform really that could actively support um and promote uh female talent in genre and also reappraise uh, women's contribution to horror cinema in history in general so yeah that's that's what we're building towards okay that that's that's 
that's really good um so do you take sponsorship um you know kind of that kind of help from other organizations so we'd love to if anyone's got any offers uh, we are the weirdos is entirely self-funded um it's something that we put on um from everything from creating a dcp to creating posters to finding the films to our own time um, that we fund out of our own pockets because it's a subject that we're really passionate about we are always looking for sort of you know great partners to come on board um with any of our events who think that they might be able to bring something exciting to that um that particular event but uh yeah, we're, we're open to ideas. We're open to financiers who have a great passion for horror. <laughs> okay, great. Um, okay, so where will Weird Weirdos be showing? How can people see this? So Weird the Weirdos is in cinemas starting tomorrow, the 16th of February. So it's kicking off in the High Park Pitch House in Leeds, and then it's in cinemas across um, the UK, all the way until the end of February, and maybe some in March. We're probably putting some more in as well. So there's probably a cinema local to you that you can go and check those films out. And if there's not, tweet at us, shout at us, tell us, tell your local cinema, and we'll book it in. All right. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate it. And um, yeah, these are really interesting um, films. So you know. Thanks for um, kind of bringing them to light. Okay, people. So, um, yeah. Look, I hope you found this episode interesting. I hope you enjoyed hearing about We Are The Weirdos and The Final Girls. And, um, yo, if you get an opportunity definitely go check out one of the screenings like i'm gonna post all the information in the details of this episode so um yeah just click to find out when they're gonna be in your area and um go check them out all right hope you've enjoyed this bonus episode we're gonna be back on thursday as usual bringing you the latest film news and reviews all right people thank you take care see you soon peace